check, check. Mic check. Presented by NFAB, n-fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. The original stretch fabric racewear, Fly Racing's third generation light hydrogen line continues to lead the way in the lightweight minimalist gear, gear wars. With input from Fly professional team riders like Short and Millsaps and uh, Trey Kennard, Fly designers created non-restrictive minimalist racewear that eliminates non-essential features and replaces them with high-end breathable fabric. Their size 34 pant weighs in only 24 ounces. Flyracing.com. You'll see everybody this summer at the uh, Lucas Oil AMA Pro Nationals wearing this uh, uh, light hydrogen gear, and uh, hopefully we'll be wearing it too. Thanks for listening, everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show presented by Infab. March 10th, 12.01 Pacific. Toronto this weekend. Can't wait. Race of the year. Beautiful country. Beautiful stadium. Beautiful street meat carts. It's fantastic. They were gone last year. Toronto did not was not on the schedule, and that made everybody sad. And now everybody is happy with it being back. And uh, you know, really, the tagline for Toronto should be Monster Energy Toronto Supercross. It's going to be better than Daytona. That's what they should say. It's going to be better than Daytona because that racetrack blew chunks. What a tire fire that thing was. And uh, didn't provide great racing, but uh, I guess if you're Eli Tomac or Jeremy Martin, you're pumped because you come away with the win. But we'll talk more about Toronto than Daytona, but we will talk a little bit of Daytona with Jason Wygant from RacerX Online and Jason Thomas, who's up in the Great White North right now as we speak, uh, hawking fly racewear across the world. We're going to be giving away, in honor of Christophe Porcel and Marty Davalos, Two incredible riders. We are going to give away a set of light uh, fly racing mesh gear with the Rockstar branding on it. That's what we're going to give away tonight in the show. 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime and uh, let us know. We've got a few lines open. Anything that's on your mind about the sport of Supercross, let me know. Uh, we'll talk about it and uh, we'll try to answer it and uh, we'll get to the bottom of it. Producing the show, holding down the phones, sitting in Travis's spot. The Kiss Legendary. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Did you ask Travis if you could sit there? Uh, because that's I, I actually, Travis's spot. I actually spot. did not. Do I need to get a separate chair from here um, on out? Hey, so far, the biggest shock of the day that I found out before the show started was you do not own a Ryan Dungey Wheaties cereal. I don't. And you love Ryan Dungey. I do. Why no Wheaties cereal? Um, what happened? Why do you not want this? It honestly never even crossed my mind. He's got jeans on. He does have jeans on. He looks really good in it. Uh, <laughs> but not enough for you to drop four bucks or whatever it is? Yeah. Do they just sell them at the store? Yeah. Yeah, okay. they sell them at the store. Okay. What do you I, think they... I don't know. They, I, I, I literally never eat cereal. Obviously, you'd get that. You wouldn't eat it. It'd be a collector's edition, but no. Sorry. Wow. Shocking. Well, uh, Ryan Dungey's uh, 25 straight podiums in uh, Monster Energy Supercross? Yep. Going for the record this weekend in Toronto. I like his chances. I like his chances. I like his I chances to get a top I three. Uh, I think Chad Reed's got the got the record right now, and uh, and so good for Ryan Dungey. He's been killing it. He's looking good. He put more points on Kenny Roxon this week, who's in second, and he has what a forty four point lead. I don't even know. Do you, you know? Th- you think he can wrap it up three races early? You think he can make up that much more ground? Yeah, absolutely, I do. Look at him. I agree. There's a lot of races left still. There is. So yeah, I think I think he can. Um, all right, we'll get to our next, our first guest, Jason Wygant, uh, coming up here. Uh, let's get into Jeremy. Jeremy, welcome to the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. What's up, man? 
Oh, thank you. Uh, I just got through listening to your archive, and I listened to Adam's little intro for Chad. And you guys said it was too dark. Isn't Chad kind of a dark guy? You know, haven't you ever looked a shark in the eye? Yeah, so, but don't you think that would be kind of fitting? Yeah, but I think he wants it for the you know like. It's almost like the writer is the last person to be happy with the intro. They want to make it happy for the crowd, you know, for the fans and everything. So gotcha, gotcha. they want it to be a little bit more upbeat to make the fans excited for Chad Reed to come out and not so depressing for Chad Reed, you know. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind that that beat that he played. I thought it was cool. No, it was, it was good. Oh, and then I had one last thing about the Daytona. I'm not going to bash on Ricky or right. the track builders, but they should have red flagged the entire race once they saw Eli and Jeremy Martin got started. They should have just stopped the race right there and <laughs> yeah. knew something was wrong. Something's up. So, Something's up, everybody. Right, right. Yeah. Something's up. Those two guys got started, stopped the race. Wow, the inside, the, last, ga- the inside gates were so favorable, you know, for a good start. So It was ridiculous. You could have probably whole shot at the main with like a PW50. Yeah. And then the, the last but not least, and I'll, I'll let you go, is that uh, – uh, the whole app development thing is rather expensive. So Travis, that's over there scraping in the corner, and I know Tits is sitting in the spots right now. Yes. But uh, if you look into that, it's really expensive. So you might have to, you know, bump the old pay for Travis over there. No, I know. Uh, uh, no, I'm yeah. paying. I'm going to pay Travis separate uh, for the app. Like I can't expect him oh. to do it as part of his gig. I would love to. Oh, okay. It would. Lo- I would love to just so pile that on to his normal, his normal deal. But I told him I will pay him. You know. A, a job, give me a quote on a job for the build the app, and I'll I'll pay him separately. So, so the question is, is he going to make more than um, Jake Weimer for the the Jake Weimer deal or not? Yes, he'll make more than Jake Weimer deal. He is not okay. currently at the same pay rate as Tits was when Tits left the show. He's a little bit below gotcha. that because I I, I, res, I reward my employees with raises every year. Tits had done gotcha. the job for whatever three years or something, so he was at a very high pay rate. You know. Wow. All right. And then the last but not least, and I'll let you go, is that uh, Tits is just waiting for Kenny Watson to get that box of uh, Wheaties for him, and then he'll own a box of uh, Wheaties with Ryan Dungey on it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably more like, like, likely. Like Watson, I could see Watson showing up out of the blue and giving him giving him a box. All right, right. All right, thanks a lot. All right, thanks, man. appreciate it. Um, yeah, so, no, I'm paying Travis extra to do the app. I can't expect him to just take it for his normal high rate of pay for the Pulp Show and then just build me an app. Although that would be sweet. Uh, with me on the line to talk about Toronto Supercross, maybe rehash a tone a little bit. He, uh, We just did a podcast on Racer X Online d- describing his uh, four days in Florida. The Jason Wygant. Yeah. Why is that uh, podcast not up yet on RacerXOnline.com? Uh, you're looking at the entire, you're talking to the entire RacerX Online staff today. Uh, so I have to write, post, pull photos, proofread. Uh, it's in the queue. We'll, we'll get to it at Okay, because people are demanding it. It's already out, like, on iTunes and everything, but people are confused because it's not, you know, sort of on the site. That's all that matters. The right people know. They subscribe, right? Yeah, no, you got a point there. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our man Chase Stallo is down at uh, MTF and GPF today doing uh, some magazine work. So yep. uh, it's, i got to keep all the, the pots boiling at one time. You, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a fun podcast. You went to uh, you, you announced oh, yeah, the Daytona great. Supercross on Saturday. On Sunday, you did the uh, GNCC. On Monday, you did the RC Amateur Supercross, and on Tuesday, you went to the Baker's Factory in Florida. And we recap all of this with heavy uh, Barry Carson talk. Yeah, and that's really all the podcast. Uh, that's all that really matters in the podcast. The Barry Carson, uh, James Stewart. Uh, hook up. And <laughs> yeah. if you're not intrigued and curious by that and confused, you're just going to have to listen. You're going to have to listen. Uh, hey, uh, yep. so uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB, Jason Wygant. Toronto Supercross is back. Uh, we lost it last year, and uh, thankfully it's back this year. And I've and I look, I'm biased because it's Canada, and I love Canada and everything else, but this is a really cool race. Oh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Uh, this midpoint in the season, you know, the St. Louis and the uh, Indies, uh, I don't even think you and I, we don't even go to all of those anymore, but Toronto was not on the list, the miss list. And it's very expensive to mm-hmm. go there, but I was not going to miss it. It's one of my favorite races. It's a, it's, a, it's a downtown stadium. It's a cool vibe. Lots to do. The pits aren't great. The pits are the worst thing about it. But other than that, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's a really cool race. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, lots and lots of fans. 
Yeah, it's really grown over the years. Although we'll have to see, you know, uh, Toronto started out with a small crowd. It got bigger and bigger through the years as people realized in the Northeast, wait a minute, I do have a supercross near me. But since then, they've added New Jersey, and now they're adding Boston. So it's going to be interesting to see how those three events shake out. Um, they went from not servicing a market at all to having three races, you know, within about six hours of each other. So this oh, will be know, interesting. I never thought of that. You're right. Boston is probably yeah. going to rob some fans because it's not far. Yeah. yeah, or vice versa. I mean, obviously the goal is to get everyone to go to all of them, yeah. to which that's the argument I always have when people are like, ah, you know, the fans that Racer X has, the fans that your show has, that uh, they're already fans. There's no reason to promote or market to them. But that's the difference. You can get those fans to go one, two, three, or no races, depending on uh, how pumped they are in Supercross. So the goal would be to have them go to all three. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. Um, let's talk, uh, let's talk a little, uh, 450s right now. So Millsap, a couple of things going on. I think Stu is out. I, I've not heard for sure, but my sources tell me that he's got a, a cracked tailbone. So I heard he's out. I think he'll be out. I don't know. Do you know anything about that? Well, uh, you know, I do know that, uh, Everett's passed the standing one time. So if he can maybe adopt that uh, riding style, uh, throughout the entire track all weekend and mm-hmm. never sit down. Uh, he can race. Otherwise, yeah, I don't think there's any chance. Yeah, I don't think I think he's out. Millsaps is also out. He crashed on the last lap. The BTO Sports KTM rider. He'll be back at Santa Clara. They're hoping he's presently driving That's back terrible. from Florida because he can't fly because of a lung issue. Um, That's terrible, man. He had a decent race. He was in seventh, I think. Yeah, sixth or seventh. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, yep. Josh Grant uh, killed it in Daytona with a seventh. Uh, he's going to fill in for Will Hahn at Monster Cowie, and he'll start in Detroit. So he won't be there this weekend. And um, Baggett's in for this weekend. Blake Baggett is in, I believe, right? Yep. Did we, we didn't hear anything that should be contrary yeah, no, to that. No yep. further damage. Uh, our, our guy, uh, New Kyle, went to his house and watched him test and ride on uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. So he's back to normal yeah. uh, as far as schedule goes. Okay, so let's, let's talk about this. So Ryan Dungey, Kenny Roxon, Eli Tomac now, and Jason Anderson have won races this year. Who's going to be the next guy to win a race? A first-time winner this year. Not first time winner in their career, but first time this year. Actually, that's a really good question. I had not thought of it that way. To me, it had more become which one of these guys that finally broke through. Um, I, Muskan didn't quite win one, but he certainly had a breakthrough ride in Atlanta. To me, it was like which one of these three guys can actually sustain it because Robson got hot in Dallas and then went right back where he was. Uh, Muskan almost beat Dungey in Atlanta, then went back to where he was. He was good in Daytona, but he wasn't quite Dungey's level. Yep. And then Tomac came out of nowhere. Uh, so if you're picking, I hadn't thought that anybody else necessarily would win one, unless you count Muscan having not won one yet. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. He, he hasn't actually won one, but it sure seems like he has. So I put him first, but the other guy I think you got to think about is Seeley, who, man, Seeley is uh, hot and cold this year. There are yeah. nights where he's really as good as anyone, and other ones where he's not. So actually, you can say that maybe for both. Um Although lately, Muscan's been a little more solid. He's been really fast the last three races. So I'd say Muscan 1A and uh, Sealy 1B yeah. uh, on the who would win next column. Yeah, I think, I think I'd go with Sealy. I think he can, even though Marvin's proved that he, he basically yeah can do it. I just I think Sealy might be the next guy. And then, man. Oh, you put Sealy ahead. Yeah, Marvin. I put Sealy ahead. I, I, I just feel like he's, he, yeah, I just, I don't know why. There's no real reason between it. Just a feeling I have that Sealy's going to. Gonna get so better. good lately, though. I mean, he had that last to sixth. He led 19 laps in Atlanta, and he wasn't too far back of uh, Dungeon Tomac in Daytona. Although that track kept everybody close, but yeah. he was competitive. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, he very well could be the next guy. It's weird though to like. It's 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 almost like all of us aren't giving Marvin enough credit that we could picture this this rookie 450 guy standing there with a with a with a race win, you know, and straight up beating everybody. Maybe we need to reevaluate where better, he, yeah. Much, much better, I think, than I expected him to be. You know, I'll straight up say that. I didn't think that he would be this good. Uh, you know, for a couple reasons. First of all, Marvin is actually not as young as people think. He's the same age uh, as Dunge. Yeah. So I factor that just a little bit where, uh, obviously, he had a great season in the 250s last year and won the Supercross title in the East Dominant. But... It's a little different to me when it's you know 19-year-old Cooper Webb, and you're like, well, he's just hitting his stride, and he's going to keep improving and improving and improving. Um, I thought, well, 25-year-old Muscan winning the 250 title and 25-year-old Dungey winning the 450 title, there's no comparison who the better guy is. But at least that night in Atlanta, 
they were an equal matchup. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think you could make the argument through the years that, you know, Roxon and Muscan have raced each other a lot. And I think Roxon's always been maybe a little bit better. But uh, mm-hmm. not the last few weeks. No, no, absolutely. Oh, what do you think's going on with Kenny? Just starts? Is it really just starts? He hasn't, uh, even the heat races or anything else, he hasn't been up there yet since the win. I mean, Daytona is a really hard one to judge with the, the, that track as far as starts. But uh, you and I were in Atlanta. He started, uh, I, I guess the start was actually good. The problem was that chain reaction. You know, Dunge hit Sealy, which yeah. Sealy told you all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess that actually jacked up Roxon. Like, Sealy got bumped into neutral, and Roxon was on the outside of him and got stopped. But, and I looked at him on the first lap. Like, they went over the finish line, jump halfway through the lap. I'm like, where is Kenny? And he was, you know, fifth from last. But still, I never saw anything amazing and spectacular from him. I mean, whatever, he went to fifth or sixth. It was a good ride on paper, but mm-hmm. it wasn't – I didn't see any spark. I, I, I feel like some sometimes a guy like Kenny could start last and get third, uh, and same with Dunge. But uh, that, wasn't, that wasn't one of them. Daytona is hard to judge because that track was impossible to pass on. Yeah, yeah, I know you're right about that. Let's take some phone calls here. Uh, Cody, what's going on? Welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Oh, what's happening, guys? What's up? Um, okay, so you already kind of touched on it. Uh, the What are the chances Dunge, you know, finishes on the podium, which seems almost like 100% chance? Um, yeah, we, if, if Dungey gets on the podium this week and he breaks Chad Reed's consecutive podium streak, yeah. uh, do you like yeah. his chances to get on the podium this weekend? <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. But my dream scenario, could you imagine late in the race if Chad was in third and Dunge was in fourth? <laughs> yeah, I mean Chad knows this. Chad knows for sure. He knows. Right, right. Um, uh, I just, but no, I mean, I, I'd it... say it's ninety nine point nine percent likely. <laughs> yeah, and then when when does it get to the point where he? I mean, we start going. I mean, it's Supercross, right? Something has to happen at some point. You, you know, it's just when do we get to that point where it's just like, it's just something has to happen to him. Correct. To Dungey? Um yeah, well, I mean, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, all it takes, you know, like all it takes is a bump in the first turn and he's down mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, his starts it's just amazing to me. Outside of like Phoenix, his starts have been so good. Um, right. right. I, I, that bike is so fast. God, I was watching him uh, in Atlanta come off the line. Either the Huskies of Anderson and Purcell and the and the KTM's of BTO team and and the factory team. And they would all get out of the gate this soon, and as soon as those guys would grab third, it was just over. See you later. You could just see a fen- orange fenders just pulling out ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just Ryan. It was anybody on a, on a white bike or an orange bike. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. the bikes have something on the start. And so if you're done, you're, I, I don't know. Honestly, Cody, this thing could go forever. Weege, <laughs> could this podium street just go forever? Yeah, maybe, maybe to the history, the end of mankind, like till the sun finally burns out, or the meteor that got the dinosaur. Something happens, down. That might dude. Be the end. You, you know, Cody, because yeah, he, it has to be a complete disaster for him to, for it to, for him right. to get it. So, right, right. One, one, well, one, one more thing. I guess this goes back to what I said before. Uh, Roxon got bumped in the first turn. He didn't even get a bad start. He got bumped in the first turn in Atlanta, and he could only come through. What did he get there? Fifth or sixth? Yeah. yeah. So that's the question. Could Dungey come from 16th to third? Can he do it? Yeah, yeah, I think he can. I absolutely think he can, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, thanks, Cody. Appreciate it, man. All right, thanks. Thanks. thanks Raining yellow. Hey, I saw, I, be, I rode Zaka Station yesterday for the first time. I've never been there. Uh-huh. Incredible. That's awesome, dude. We were all wondering about where you've ridden and what you think of these practice tracks. So <laughs> well, no, it was cool. Kerry Harden, actually, Mike Mason showed up, and I was like, Mike, you and Steve, good? He said you guys are good now, so that was that was cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, we're good. Uh, but uh, yeah, I saw on James's Instagram post because I didn't have service. Uh, we're not quitting. Well, no, I don't think you're quitting. There's too much money rolling in, running yellow to quit. Uh, and James has well, never really James. And you know, people say he's a quitter. He's not. He's tough. He's you don't win all those titles hey, and races without tough. without being gnarly. But um, it's not it's not going well, running yellow. No, it's not, but I just know everyone, and, and uh, you know, I know he hears that everyone's saying, retire, retire, and it's like, you know, only he knows what's really going on, so it was just a positive, because I saw the, did you see his Instagram post? Yep. I got a little scared, I saw it in a big paragraph, and I'm thinking, oh, 
tell me it's not a good buy. But, you, know, uh, you know, honestly, Weege, I don't, I don't think for one second James is going to retire. I don't know about you, but um, I know I've, no, he- I've heard these people, no. I've heard these people talk about it, but I don't think, in my mind, that's not even an option. No, no and I think no, that's why they always say don't speculate when people get hurt and stuff because it would totally be based on like our perspective, not his. Like he hasn't put that vibe out there. And here's the problem: I think he's too proud. I think he feels like I cannot go out this way, and he still believes that if he got it all in order, you know, he could have one more blaze of glory. And I think that's what he's holding out on. Like, in his mind, and if you're James Stewart, why wouldn't you think this? You know, I think you're there, right. There will be a turnaround. I will win again. Yeah, yeah. We I, will I, win again. Okay. Thanks, Raining Yellow. Right on, guys. Take care. Appreciate yeah. it. That's got to be as rough as that's it is. Raining Yellow, and that's what James is saying. I'm not sure if he's going to win again, but I'm sure he thinks so. So why would he quit? Yeah, I don't think for one second he's going to quit. He's got too much money coming in. He's, he's This isn't something that's un, not fixable. Um, as I wrote in my column, and, and JT said, and I've said, just go away, get in shape. And I know it's unfortunate you know, that you couldn't get in shape on the year off, but whatever was done is done now. So go, you know, just don't stop racing right now. Stop racing. That's what I know. Mike Webb probably wouldn't want to hear that, but that, that's what I think. Um, all right. Hey, Josh, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's your question about the GPs? Yeah, I kind of, well, first of all, I'm the idiot who called and asked you if Tomac was going to be what he is all season. So give it up for Tomac for the win. Yeah, no, um, Hey, look, he rode well. He rode great. And, and we thought he would do better at Daytona. I don't know if I thought he'd, you know, dominate the heat and, and, then win the main event outright like that. But I think we all knew he'd be better. And uh, so my question on the GPs was, you know, the Ben Powell's comments, you know, calling up the tracks and everything. Dungy last season got some heat for it. I kind of wonder what your thoughts was on the Ben Powell comment. Um, I agree with Ben Townley, 100%. Uh, what do you think, Weege? Yeah, I mean, if you watch those races, and I haven't been to any of those crazy flyaway rounds, but I mean – I don't think there's any doubt they're going to those places because the governments are saying, we want to have a world event of some proportion here. We'll pay you a lot of money. And then it's up to them to figure out how to make a racetrack. You know, they're not going to, they're not going to Qatar or Thailand or Laos or Cambodia or they're not going to places like this because they heard the dirt's awesome or the crowd is just so into it. That's secondary. It's, this place wants us to go and they're going to pay us. And then how can we make the event as good as we can make it? Mm-hmm. And they try, I'm sure, but. I mean, dude, it's not Vulcan Sward, that's for sure. Yeah. No, it, it, it's all about just money. And exactly, the promoters, yeah. can, not the promoters, the Ustream can make money. The promoters probably make money off the government anyways in the end, but there's no spectators. There's no off-road motorcycles sold. It's just, yeah, exactly it. The, the governments are saying, hey, yeah, they're taking tax money and saying we want to be uh, have a world round. And it's a shame, really. It's, it's, a, it's a shame that, that there's 20 guys on the line in some faraway country that no one cares about, and these guys are forced to race on that. It's it's a shame, but what are you going to so who's gonna, who's gonna race? Do you think any American riders that will show up for the Carolina one and the Glen Allen one this year? Or no? Um, I think we'll see the same crew that we saw this year at both rounds. I don't think Dungy shows up. Anderson might have enough. Oh, he didn't race last year, did he? Did Anderson race GP last year at Glen Allen? No, he did. Porcel did. Purcells got hurt, but Anderson did race. Anderson raced, okay. Um, I yep. think Dungy gets out of it again. Anderson may be good enough to get out of it. Uh, I think the JGR guys were all raced the Charlotte round. I don't know if they raced Glen Helen. And I think you'll see all the monster guys there because it's a monster event, and you'll see uh, Roger DeCoster's pledged his guys again. So you'll see the, the TLD team. You'll see BTO there and uh, and those guys. So Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Um. And Coy Gibbs will be there. That race comes down to that race to me comes down to Tomac and Dunge. Do Tomac and Dunge show up? I would bet against it. Uh, I would too. I would think maybe Tomac shows up. You know, Monster is bigger than just Roger saying that his team will show. You know, um, so I, I would see. I could see Tomac yeah, showing up. Yeah, but I mean, these guys we've seen those dudes at that level for years have clout and and, and don't do events like that. So I'll be very curious. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. Enrique, what's up? What's uh, going on for you? Thanks for calling the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Hey, man, uh, thanks a lot. Um, I just became a huge fan of you guys um, on the way to Dallas, uh, to the way uh, over there. Thank you. Um, I, I saw Racer X, and I just started listening. I'm a huge fan. Uh, just two quick questions. 
Uh, why do they do do away with the Houston uh, Supercross? Was it not enough ticket sales, or, or what's the deal? I heard a couple things. I and Weege, maybe you know more than I do. Well, you do in general, but uh, poor ticket sales, and also there was a big event going on around the time that they wanted to hold the, the Supercross um, this year. Oh. But it will be back eventually. What do you what do you, what do you know, Weege? Yeah, the only one I heard was, like you said, some kind of thing. I don't remember if it was a livestock show or a rodeo deal or what, but that's all I heard. But I don't know how they're going to fit all these in. I mean, I think Minnesota's got a new building that would probably be in at some point. Um, Toronto went in and out. How, what are you going to have? Uh, the race on a Saturday and Sunday in two different cities? Too many rumored cities for 17 rounds. I don't know what they're going to do. Wow. I mean, can't you see one San Diego going away and just having two Anaheims and a San Diego? And I have heard that rumor, but yeah. I think everyone's wondering. The, the two San Diegos, I think, is done, but will it be replaced with the third Anaheim, or will they actually just abandon Southern California for one extra weekend? That seems that's a big leap of faith. They've been doing yeah. that for a long time. No, you're right. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah, I think Minnesota's a no-brainer as soon as that thing's done. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Houston and C- I've heard Seattle. I've heard straight from guys that fell that they'll be back in Seattle. So now you go. there you go again, Weed. There's another city. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, a lot of rumors. Yep. All right, Enrique, anything else? Uh, yeah. Um, um, why, why did the Pro Circuit team do away with Thor for ha- having with them so many years and now with Fox? Was it a money deal? or? Yep. It? Yeah, it was a straight money deal. Uh, Thor didn't want to uh, – the contract was up. Thor didn't want to uh, pay what Mitch Payton uh, wanted, and uh, they almost went to A-Star. They were really, really close with A-Star. Fly Racing talked to him for a little bit. But in the end, they went mm-hmm. with Fox. So uh, yeah, it was just a straight thing. And Thor took that money and went to uh, went to Star Racing. So that that, that was it. That would, so. that would have been awesome if they would have went with Fly. Yeah, it was close, man. I guess it was real close. But in the end, uh, Fox Fox grabbed it. So all right, man. Thanks a lot, uh, th- man. Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting to see 17 years with uh, Thor for Mitch. That's crazy. Yeah, and then, uh, I still think of him as a uh, AXO team. And they're still Axo. They're still Axo. Oh, really? Okay. Still Axo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're looking to give away a set of Fly Rockstar mesh gear to a random caller on the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Sponsored by NFAB, n-fab.com. And uh, we're going to have some tickets to give away for Detroit next week, I think, on this show or maybe Monday's show. Not exactly sure, but we'll have some Supercross tickets to give away, courtesy of the folks at NFAB coming up. Um, Weege, I don't know if you saw that, that, that company called Schmanch World Schmemex. And their tweet? Are you aware? not familiar with them? Yeah, I'm not, not familiar with them. I don't I'm, know what you're talking about. I'm not yeah. either. But somebody showed me that Marty Davalos could have some immigration issues. That uh, Schmanschwold is saying um, immigration issues for Marty, and he may miss Toronto. Dude, first of all, the dude's raced in Toronto many times. He even won there once back yeah. in the. Uh, I don't even know what team he was on at this point, but back when it didn't count for points. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Uh, so why now? I don't know. I mean, he, he's married, so he has a green card, like me. I don't really know how that works unless your green card's expired and you didn't bother to renew it, but that's a pretty serious thing. Like, you have to really do that, you know? Um, to, like, you have to... If it were going to happen to anyone, it would happen to Davalos. <laughs> It's actually probably a really good but he's point. He's got it going on. He's finally got it figured out. He's got the points lead. He was solid and consistent in Daytona. He didn't throw it away. And then this. So, it, I mean, you got to figure it works out, though, right? I mean, I r- right? No, I don't think you can count on that. It, look what happened to Dean Wilson. There was nothing they could do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Dean raced, though, and it was getting home, right? Yeah, Dean raced. But I believe that's what, uh, not like I um, have ever looked at the Schmansch World site, mm-hmm. but it does say, I think the problem would be re-entering. Didn't it say that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see that part of it. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, you can get to like Toronto, me. but coming back, yeah. right, coming back is an issue. Right. But uh, This could be Trump. This might be Trump. He might be part of this. <laughs> you know, he's at, he has it up for Mexicans, Canadians, and Ecuadorians. You know, that's it. coming. Believe me, they are not taking our 250 <laughs> SXE title. Believe me. <laughs> uh, question uh, from David uh, for you, Wygan, about the Daytona broadcast. Uh, what's your question, David? Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Hey, Wygan, I, I don't know if you watched the broadcast on Daytona, but you made the backdrop. Uh, I believe Jenny Capps talking or 
one of the writers was getting interviewed, and I think it was you, Kevin Kelly, and uh, Wes Kane back there. Did you see that by chance? I did hear. Uh, it's too bad the race wasn't on live because three hours after the race, I get like a million tweets and texts and everything like, hey, I see you in the background. So I would have actually what? smiled or looked in the camera or probably done a stupid face if I knew I could have ruined the TV show, but I, I didn't know. You're like, you're like getting closer to thinking Ralph's job. My question to you is, ha. would you work with, if you ever did take Ralph's job, Ralph's job would you take Grant Langston with you or keep in it? Who oh. would be the better Saturday night party? Oh, one of them has to walk the one of them has to walk the plank. Um, I, that's got nothing to do with like I don't know even how even why I would have an opinion on that one. Like I've worked with both the guys before. It's not like if I had never worked with Emig, I would say yeah, man, Langston's my running buddy. But you know, I spent I think five years in the booth with Emig outdoors, and even to this day, he checks in and how are the kids and how's the wife. Like no matter what anyone thinks of Emig as a broadcaster or even as a racer, and Matt, you can back me up as far as like good dudes. He's awesome. He's a class guy. Um, so I would but, never, uh, I would never advocate giving uh, uh, Emig the boot. But David, uh, when but he da- wants to step down, he can step down. But I can't advocate that. But David was saying, which guy would be better for a Saturday night after the races? <laughs> the Tango Man, Langston. Oh, well, there, okay. There's no question there. I mean, and this is sad. I mean, this is Jeffro who Havasu and uh, shift parties uh, and ads having hot tubs on the roof in Vegas celebrating a Supercross title and fired from Kawasaki for drug par- paraphernalia and all that. And yet still, it's, it's a Back no contest. It's, Langston wins that one in a landslide. Langston's the heavy favorite in the Saturday night party <laughs> yeah. guy. So and this is Emig. This isn't some nerd. No. This is Jeff Emig. Right, right. Yeah. He had a leisure suit on a, getting out of a private plane in an ad. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, thanks. Right, but no comparison. Uh, I got a question for you too, Mathis. What? Um. Dude, you're running out of uh, you're running out of bros. Like everybody you wrenched for back in the day, you're. I, I think Reed's the only guy left. Am I not mistaken? Uh, Nick He's Way, the only, only racer left. Oh, Nick oh, Way, yeah, Nick Way, Nick yep. Way's back. Now, does uh, a, does a Lessie count because he rode the lights class when I was a mechanic, or no? Does a Lessie not count? The hell's left? Michael Lessie, number eight hundred. Oh, Les. Oh no, he don't. Count. Okay, all right. Uh, how's the media side going strong? Because I will tell you. Um, a new group of kids coming up that won't know you as a mechanic, they'll only know you as a media guy. Will they treat you as a media guy, like shun you? Yes. Um, whereas, you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to ask. Yes. Um, no, you, you, you're, I know what you're talking about. And yes, they will shun me. They don't know I was ever a mechanic. They, they, you know, anything like that. There's no doubt that my relationship with Chad is really good. And it's partly because I was on his team for so long and and everything else. And Nick Way, I worked for him as a mechanic, so we get along great. But, yeah, the, you think Cooper Webb cares that I was a factory Yamaha mechanic or even knows? Hell no. So well, You do a great job, and I hope them guys see that this is a good outlet, good media outlet for them with the Moto 60 show. So, um, what else you got? The, uh, the Fall the Next show and the Fantasy show. Yeah. And the after, after um, race podcast, and then you and Weege and... JT doing that. I hope they see it as a good opportunity to get their name out there because, like Weeks does in wrestling, if you're, if you're not getting booed or getting cheered, they forget about you. Yeah, no, Weege knows wrestling cliches. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So, props to you. Have a good show. Thank you. If you're not getting booed or cheered in wrestling, it doesn't matter. Then you don't matter, Weege, right? Yeah, I think actually there is the only thing where they take pride in. The more booze you can get, that actually means you've done your job right. If you can get the crowd to hate you, you've actually do you think, done a better uh, job than getting the cheer. You think when I walk up yeah. to Cooper Webb uh, with my stupid microphone and my stupid uh, backpack and my stupid cargos, you think that Cooper Webb's like, oh, yeah, man, this guy's got some street cred. I'll talk to him. You think that's what happens? Dude, you're, you've, you've always overrated and overstated the mechanic thing. I think for the most part, people go on your show and talk to you after the races because they like your show and they like talking to you after the races. It's not the mechanic thing. And the mechanic thing is probably like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He was also a mechanic. You, you've just become Mathis, and I, I think no, I know, 95% but... of the riders are down with that. It doesn't matter. No, I know, but I think. But the mechanic thing doesn't okay. matter. All right. All right. Let's get a few more calls yeah. before you get really mad. Uh... Evan, what's going on? What's your question for uh, Jason Wygant? Thanks for calling. Hey, hey Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I don't really have a question, but uh, I watched the I watched the race Saturday night. I watched the amateur stuff on Monday. I even watched the ATV race on Tuesday. Jeez. And the, be- and the best thing to come out of that whole weekend was the podcast that you guys did yesterday. I just listened to it today with, 
with uh, Wygant telling the stories about the, you know, about right about Carson and Stewart. That was one of my favorite ever as well. I, I was still laughing an hour after the show. Evan, I, I tried to do a recap podcast and no one could get, everyone was busy. And I said, scrap it. Like, we're not doing it because JT was at the fly. Quad quad God races and we just doing everything and I'm, so we're like scrap it we're not going to do a podcast. Wygant comes in yesterday and says I we got to do a podcast. I got stuff to say over his epic four days and so you know I think JT was a little bent out of shape that he wasn't in on it. But it was I didn't care about the race. I wanted to hear about we just four days and I think he did a great job and and it was it was great because I mean how can you work in. You know, a GNCC, Baker's Factory, Supercross, Barry Karsten, and everything all together. Only Weege can. No, no. I didn't care about any of that stuff. It was only about the Alessis making the return to the amateurs and Barry Karsten showing James Stewart everything he knows. The other events were just optional. <laughs> and the other thing that Tony we Alessi, always love Michael Alessi, and Barry Karsten. You don't win 11 titles without knowing, without knowing what to do or without knowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having a notebook, I think mm-hmm. is what yeah, and one more thing. To, the other thing that uh, weeds you really love is the uh, the names of some of these kids coming up in the amateurs. I watched uh, you interview that little kid named Diesel on the on the fifties. Yeah. Oh. this is. I'm glad you brought that up. This is a theory that Mathis and I have every weekend when we're sitting next to each other watching the KTM Junior Supercross Challenge. They're getting more and more inane, and it's topped by Diesel Thomas. Diesel is his real name. Winning in the fifty class down it's, there. It's it's and and you, and you know what? All you parents like taking like a Landon and spelling it with a Y or something like L A N D Y N because you want your kid to stand out. No, stop it! You're just being an asshole because the whole life that kid's whole life he's gonna have to explain to everybody. Uh, no, it's not A N. It's Y N. Every single day of your kid's life, he will have to clarify that it's a Y and not an A, and he's super special, and you're just making your kid have more and more of a hard life instead of you being an asshole and saying, oh, he's special, let's lay him in with a Y. It's ridiculous. Thanks, thanks Evan. for you from the, uh, the mini-ranks. Uh, I'm going to get this. So there was a family that had the last name of Dixon and a family that had the last name of LeBlanc, and I have to give them credit, like a freestyle rider trying a trick for the first time. They had the shot at it, and they took the shot. The LeBlancs named their kid Matt. So we have Matt LeBlanc in the mini cycle ranks. Yep. And the other kid, last name Dixon, they named him Mason. Mason Dixon is a 50cc contender. Stop it. it. Stop it. Mason Dixon. Yeah, Mason Dixon. Yep. Oh, all right, Evan. Thanks for the call, man. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a great show. Thanks. Yeah, we're going to have a president one day with a, with a name of Ryder or whatever, Diesel. Right. Everybody, Diesel. Yeah, Diesel. Diesel Thomas, the first president of the 58th president, whatever it is, whatever they're on. Or Barack. Could you imagine Barack? Like, what kind of name? You can't have a name like Barack. Uh, you know, we're used to George and Bill and like, uh, Ronald, but Barack, how could that happen? Oh, wait, it already happened. It already happened. Uh, and it just happened to be a coincidence everybody was looking after. They were trying to get a, a who's, what was the guy's name? The 9-11 guy? The terrorist? Why is it sl- slipping my tongue right Osama? now? Osama, Osama, yeah, Osama, but Obama. Yeah. Um, the the yeah. yeah, just spell the kids. You spell your kid's name normally. They're not special if you put a Y in there, people or whatever. It's going to cause them problems their whole entire lives. All right, Wygant, thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, have uh, we'll see you in Toronto. You, uh, I look forward to sharing some street meat with you at uh, after um, oh, yeah. after the uh, Houston's party on Friday night. Hey, uh, Alden Baker uh, fixed me a smoothie on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Should I give him, like, a street meat sausage as a payback? You think he'd appreciate that? <laughs> yes. Take it, wrap it up, bring it on into the pits on uh, Saturday. Be like, here you go, mate. <laughs> sure, he'll love that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. See you. Still looking to give away a set of Fly Rockstar mesh gear here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by Infab. Jason Thomas selling Fly Racewear up in Toronto. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, I was pretty good, but the first thing I heard when I answered the phone was Weege giving Alden street meat sausage. Yeah, no, he's going to so give. I him may some, have to go. He's going to give him some street meat. I think, I think uh, there, there's a point I draw the line, and uh, that may be it. It could be. It could. You know what? That could be like a like a, a term for uh, a hooking up in a back alley or something. Like, hey, did you street meet her? And you're like, uh, yeah. So it could be. You're yeah. right. I see that. I see where that can go. 
Yeah, I know. first thing I, it's startling. Right. Uh, how's uh, how's Toronto and how um, Weege and I spent a little bit of time talking about Toronto Supercross being back on the schedule. It's a cool race. Do you agree? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorites. Um, you know, the weather can be. A little tough sometimes. It was, it's raining today and not that great out, but we're supposed to get sunny weather for the weekend. Uh, but the rest of it is just, I think it's awesome. Uh, it's just such a different different feel. You know, we're obviously in a different country, um, but just the culture is different. And I always think that Toronto is kind of the closest thing to New York City you can get outside of New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just uh, I enjoy it. I think it's a, a great a great event, even though it's so different. It's uh, it is the third biggest uh, city in North America now. It's recently surpassed Chicago, I guess. So I would believe that yeah. it's uh, it's a cultural melting pot. I mean, you get yeah. you get a little bit of everything here, which is cool. Uh, Hockey Hall of Fame today for you or no? Uh, I thought we were going tomorrow. I I wasn't working today. Oh, you were actually working? I didn't I didn't know. I thought you were just yeah. joking. Okay, um, no, I'm working. Uh, is there is there anybody that should we should look forward to this weekend upping their game being in Toronto. The only person that I thought would be maybe in that category won't be here. I don't think, which is James Stewart. So, yeah. Um, you know, hit the last time we were here, he put in the best ride we've seen from him in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's unfortunate that, you know, unless I'm just way off, I don't, I don't expect to see him this weekend. Uh, but other than that, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, you know, if the dirt is crazy soft, which we've seen, like 2008, it was unbelievable uh, what they, you know, the dirt they had to work with in a, in a bad way. Um, if something like that comes up, then maybe we could talk about it. But I, I don't see, foresee it being like that. I think it'll be a normal race and uh, just a kind of a uh, standard deal. Does uh, Ryan Dungey beat Chad Reed's consecutive podium streak this weekend? I think you'd have to say yes. Um, Dungey is... is just rock solid right now. There, there are zero holes in his game, and sure, he could crash and do something stupid. But if, if you're going to bet on anyone not crashing, it's probably Dungy. Does Marty Davalos race? He has some immigration issues. Going off of how tough it was for Dino, I'm going to say no, dude. I, I, can you imagine? I don't know. You know, I don't know the immigration laws well enough. You, you would think as much as I've traveled, I would, but I don't. Uh, so I don't know what he's facing, I, I, but I do know I, I was pretty close to the Dean situation six years ago, and it was really bad, or five years ago, or whenever it was, uh, and it was really, really bad. So um, I don't know what the best move is here. Obviously, Martin can't afford to miss the race, but at the same time, I think Dean would tell him if, if he was going to go through that, just keep your ass at home. Yeah, the the thing is, is I I have a little bit of experience, obviously being Canadian and, and having mm-hmm. work visas, and then being getting married and having green cards. The only reason he can't race is because someone was negligent, like someone right. didn't didn't do the proper work that they should have. Because right. anytime a green card is expiring or a work visa is expiring, you know it. You get letters. People tell you. Your lawyers work on it. These type of things. It doesn't just go. Oops. You know what I mean? Like oops. Nothing like that yeah, happens. Yeah, no, one, no one's out to get him. No, no. This I, is I, yeah. This is uh, something that. that he or his wife or his lawyer or someone failed to look after. You can't blame you know immigration for this. So yeah, yeah. Um, there, there are you know this isn't Nam. There are yeah, yeah. rules in place to yeah. keep people in line yeah. and, and control the borders. So I'm sure he's regretting whatever he you know whatever yeah. missteps he had. Um, man, it could really cost him, here, which, which is unfortunate for everyone. So Canada might keep Marty from winning the title. <laughs> so just the stars are aligned. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. I just you know if Marty, if Marty didn't hate you before, <laughs> oh man, oh jeez. Uh, FlyRacing.com. Please visit them. Much more than gear, by the way. Uh, limited edition uh, uh, vented uh, gear out now um, that the guys wore in Daytona, and also uh, mountain bike uh, parts and gear and everything else, and, uh, and tires and, and anything. FlyRacing.com. Please check them out. N-Fab.com. Proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts? They've got it. Um, let's get to the lines, JT. We got them full here, and uh, uh, let's see, Sean. Sean, welcome to the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. You want to talk about Josh Grant? Uh, yeah, I do. I was just wondering. Uh, I heard him on DMXS last night. I'm not familiar with went, that show. Uh, I'm not familiar with that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not not quite as good as Pulp MX. But <laughs> I'm kidding. Good. I'm joking. <laughs> what, what's up? <laughs> but 
anyways, he once stamped uh, the Kawasaki ride, and he he was saying he's he's really happy with his uh, Suzuki. What, what other rides are available for him? He said he was talking to other teams. Um, he didn't say that he was riding Cowie. No, no. Uh, uh, okay. Well, they're, so they're riding. Could, could he fill in for Stu or what? Um, I would think he could, except Stu. I don't know what Stu's condition is right now. He's riding the Kawasaki today, though. So, and he's scheduled to race in Detroit. So I really don't know where he's going with that. But um, well, I'm, I'm assuming he's allowing Kawasaki to put out PR on their own terms, right? Yeah, yeah. If they're, if the deal is done, which I I personally think it is, or it's you know maybe the ink's not dry, but he's gonna. I think he'll be there absolutely. Um, he's just he's just following okay. protocol. That's just how this stuff works. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, she said he was talking to other teams. So right, right. So it's it's a stamp. I, I'd stamp it. Uh, yeah. I, well, I'm stamping it. I just stamped I it. It's, yeah, if you're you can stamp it. I'm not stamping it, but I I would if I had to bet, I would bet he's there. Yes, I'm stamping it. All right. All yeah. right. Thanks, Sean. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it, uh, Nick. What's going on? Welcome to the uh, Fly Racing Show. Hey guys, how we doing? Good. Thanks for calling. What's your question? Awesome. I just had a question for JT, just knowing that he's a little bit of a road biker. With all these uh, racers, you know, road biking to stay in shape and that, I'm wondering if he knew or had insight on how often are they road biking and how often are they really pushing their heart rates when they are road biking? Uh, It depends. Everybody has a different program, obviously. Uh, I know uh, they're, they're pretty much riding the road bike every day. The only day that they maybe not, get a ride in is like on a Friday. But if say they fly home on Sunday from wherever, they're they're riding that afternoon on their road bike. Uh they're riding every every day after they practice. Uh so it's pretty much a daily thing. If if their flight allows them to ride it on Friday morning, they're they're riding on Friday morning too. Um so you know the the heart rate thing is, you know, they'll go off of their heart rates to know how hard to push. You know, if their resting heart rate's high, they'll back it down. If it's low, then they'll maybe pick it up or pick up the intensity a bit more um and they'll base their their workloads off of that too uh some of them will do blood tests and um find out exactly how rested they are and they can gauge their yearly efforts on that uh i know alden's you know does a lot of interval stuff on the road bike um you know they'll get in get into lines and and just like a road race team would they'll pull you know lead out and draft and do all those things to get their heart rates up um, but you know, there's a lot of different, uh, different points of the year where you're doing different things, you know, and the off season, you're, you're a low heart rate and, you know, probably three hour ride, uh, where during the season, you know, your Sunday ride is going to be recovery. You're going to try to keep it pretty mellow, um, you know, do some interval stuff, some sprint stuff. Uh, but there, there's strategy to it. These, you know, the trainers are getting, getting more and more, um, I don't want to say educated, but, um, training methods are getting better and better and, and more and more science is being, uh, integrated into them, so it's a good thing for everybody. I think. Right on. Right. Thanks for uh, thanks awesome. for calling, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, let's get to Skippy. Skippy, what's up, man? How are you? Welcome to the show. Doing well, guys. How are y'all? Good. Hey, uh, props on y'all's uh, article, JT. That was probably one of my favorite articles you put out so far. That was a nice little piece you did there. Oh, thanks. Um, also, I mean. You're thinking that he needs to take some time off, and the typical race in the shape obviously isn't working. What would you do? I mean, does who's his trainer? What's he do? What's his agenda? Does he? I mean, what's his? Uh, what's the game plan at this point? Realistically, you know, take the injury out of it because I don't. I don't know how bad that is. So I'm, I'm going to assume, you know, that he's he's okay. To say he was fine to start riding today. Uh, Personally, I think you need to go into what you would do to get ready for a season because uh, I really think he's starting at pretty much zero as far as uh, real fitness and real intensity and all the things that you need. Uh, so I would do just like you would do going into a season because I, I really think that he needs probably over a month, probably more like two months, which is a typical kind of training uh, scenario, to really get back, uh, to drop the weight that he put on, to get – everything sharp again um, because everything slows down when you when you get out of shape and you gain weight your reactions slow down you're dealing you're carrying more weight you know because we've never seen James Stewart any sort of heavy at all he's always been the right. the skinny rail like frame and and that 
that speeds everything up. You're quick, you're agile, um, and everything goes along with that. You know, and if you look at other sports, it's the same way. As soon as people put on weight, they lose a lot of their quickness and, and agility and all the things that make you a supreme athlete. So um, it's no different for, for James, and I think you're seeing that in his riding is just rusty from not putting in that, that training and riding, and then the, the extra weight just makes him a little bit sluggish and uh, kind of slows down everything on the bike. I hear you. I hear you. You forgot, uh, Steve, you forgot one product that Fly carries that is uh, on point, and that's their uh, watercraft stuff, man. Your watercraft stuff is I incredible. didn't even know they have watercraft stuff like oh, yeah. like, like, like like life vests and, yeah, and wetsuits and stuff. Yeah, they board shorts, uh, gloves. Oh I my god, I, mean, I had no yeah. idea. I really didn't know. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah hey, yeah. Skippy, do you we want have a whole watercraft catalog? Oh Jesus, flyracing.com, bro. Um, yeah, it's actually thicker than uh, the other smarts and ever said that uh, catalog flies is about twice as thick. Well, Skippy, you seem like you uh, maybe could use a set of Rockstar fly racing mesh gear. Hell yeah. Okay. I, I don't think you were just saying that to win the gear. I think you were being honest in that. I, I really don't care. He's he's <laughs> promoting the product. That's that's good enough for me. Watercraft stuff. It. All right. All I run. All right. Well, stay on hold. Tits will get your information, man. Thanks, guys. I'll be going. All right. Thank you. Let's yeah. get to Justin. Justin, you've been on hold for a while. What's going on, man? You want to talk about Kenny Roxon? Ooh, yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> uh, thanks for getting me on here. Um, I just kind of wondered about, like, the mental mindset as – everyone has like if they're going to a new job or a new position where you know when you're in your last few weeks or in this case you know less than a year here with Suzuki if he does go to Honda at what point do you kind of mentally start thinking about next year and and your new opportunities I know there's a lot of win bonuses and and all these other elements into it and they're always going to give 100 percent but do you think that affects his 2016 when he's kind of thinking man what's next year going to be like how can i prepare for that it just kind of seems like a a rough spot to be in especially if you're you know carry harder these team owners for rch yeah it is it is a weird deal when you know the riders leaving you right um and but you're still trying to win and he's trying to win and, and all that but yet you know like ah he, he he doesn't like us anymore um right it's a little it's a little weird jt yeah i think so too i think you know if when the championship starts slipping away, um, and not that it's over, but he is what thirty nine points down or something like that, um, it gets it gets into your head. I think a bit then. It, you know, if he was right in the thick of this championship, and I think he would. It's much easier to keep your focus on what you're doing. But the further this championship gets away from him, um, especially during Supercross. I think he'll Hill's mind will wander to next year, but he has an, a whole outdoor championship to deal with, so um, that'll give him another chance to kind of refocus and, and worry about what he's doing. But it's human nature to always kind of think the grass is greener and, and um, kind of look forward to what's next uh, instead mm-hmm. of worrying about what's right in front of you. So I think that's normal. I think that happens to everyone. Uh, but it's you know it's up to his team and it's up to – uh, the important people around him to keep him focused because you know starting uh, May 21st this this gonna, there's going to be another shot at a championship he's won in the past so um, you got to you have to give that the respect it deserves. Right. What's the uh, over under on Dungey wearing a hockey jersey in opening ceremonies this weekend? That stuff drives me crazy. It drives me nuts too. I think it would be a blue. I think it'll be blue jersey. I think it'll be a blue jay jersey though. It'd be um, um, first of all the Leafs. Yeah. The Leafs suck. Pretty much everyone's well, kind of they, over them. They're but, venue specific usually too. Yeah. So the Blue Jays jersey was Blue Jays are huge right now. Obviously they're they're killing it. So yeah, it could be a Blue Jay jersey. And I'm with you, um, Justin. I think that's pretty lame. Like if I'm a rider, yeah. if I'm a rider, I'm just saying, nah, I'd rather not, guys. But I guess you know, every week, you know, I think it's cool, but it's just, I guess if you're just a, a casual fan who comes to Toronto, it's cool. But for, I think we get jaded too because we've seen it every yeah. every week. So, but yeah. but then again, if Dungy is like a non-sports fan, like some a lot of these riders, a lot of industry people and riders, you'd be surprised they don't follow NFL, they don't follow these stick and ball sports they don't really know what's going on some of them follow nascar and that's it so they're not into these sports at all and it's i think it's just a byproduct of being into motorcycle racing so dungy may not mm-hmm. even care but myself i'd be like no i like this team i'm not wearing that team's jersey mm-hmm. I, I hate tony romo i'm not wearing a romo yeah. jersey in dallas you know or whatever but some of these guys like dunge may just be like whatever i don't even care you know maybe he'll wear a goose so fake. jersey what's that, what's that jt maybe he'll wear a goose gossage jersey 
Yeah, maybe wear a goose you costume. See what he said about Bautista today? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> get off my lawn. So, all right, thanks, Justin. All right, boy. See ya. See ya. Gibbs, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on, boys? What's up? Uh, I was just uh, just calling in. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, like publicly more uh, th- thank JT. Like, uh, I know JT with VIP experience, kind of like a business in a sense, but uh, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, he knew, uh, I guess he recognized me, Gibbs from Canada, and he uh, was wondering if I was coming to Toronto this weekend, which uh, I thought was really cool of him. Shows, uh, shows good character. So, so uh, you, wh- 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 where'd you see him? Well, no, he sent me an email. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew it goes cool. way up north there, so we had tried to sort out some stuff in years past. Yeah, aren't you and, up uh, in the Arctic, Gibbs? No, no, I'm, I'm back home now. I live only about a, an hour from Toronto. Oh, okay. But uh, I'm heading to New Brunswick now for five and a half months, so. Wow. That's awesome. Not, not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hate New Brunswick. We got that Riverglade Raceway, though, but Yeah, whatever. Moncton. Yeah, yeah, Moncton. Yeah. Oh, and I also, Steve, I was going to hit up the Hockey Fall of Fame. I was going to actually wait in the lobby until you showed up. Oh, geez, really? Yeah, no, I was going to do that. I'm serious. Like, I, I, I actually had a box. We actually, me and buddies, we got a box suite in the Toronto there. It's about 1000 bucks for 20 people. That's your own bartender, your own bathroom. Like, that's a good deal. That seems like a good deal, only yeah. 1000 bucks. Yeah, at the Rogers Center, 1000 bucks oh, for a 20-person box. Yeah, really, right? That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Own bartender, free sandwiches and all that. Yeah, Why not? yeah. Those those prices uh, sometimes they're high. Some of them are five, six grand. So that's a good deal. Yeah. Well, at the least games, I I know a guy. He pays like uh, pays like two hundred and something thousand dollars or something like that a year. Yeah, I, I know Supercross is. I think the highest of the year is six thousand. Uh, so that's yeah, wow. that's a bargain. All right, great boys. So just calling right. in, check Thank, on the show. Thanks, Gibbs. That boys. All right, in the future. You. Cheers. Uh, I don't know if I'll do the Hockey Hall of Fame, JT. I'll let you know. Um, oh, I don't, do you think I really care about the Hockey Hall of Fame? Yes. Yes, I do. No. Um, How about no? Hey, um, okay, so Tomac became uh, a first 16 the first time uh, he won in 2016 this past weekend, and Jason Anderson and Kenny Rockson and Ryan Dungey have won. Who's the next first-time winner in 2016? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to say Marvin. Marvin, all right. That's yep. what, that's what we went with. I uh, and I went with um, Seeley. But really, I mean, you can't really argue about the uh, the Marvin thing. He's been so yeah, close. Yeah, I think yep. Marv Marv has shown obviously shown that he's the closest. I think right now, Seeley, you could make a, certainly an argument for. You could make an argument for Reed too. Um, just because the, when the weekends he's on, he's right there. Uh, you, know, but, you know what's crazy is we haven't nobody brought up myself included brought up a guy that. Like has won before, and why can't he win again? Canard, and yeah, like he hasn't got starts, but let's say he gets one. Like I still don't know if he can win. You know, it's it's he's not riding as well, but but maybe the old Trey Canard can come back. Well, he was my pick earlier. We we asked this question. I don't know if which show it was on, but a while back, maybe a month ago, and he was my pick then. Uh, but I just haven't seen the form that it takes to win right now from him. So, but it, that's a week to week thing. I mean, if you ask me, you know, leaving like Phoenix, if I thought Reed could win, I would be like, hell no, you know. But then at Atlanta, he was right back in the mix again. So, I know better than to to rule people out. Um, and Trey's done it so many times and won and whatever. You know, it's as you like to always say, these riders are so mental. And if they just wake up and decide Saturday that they're going to be the best guy, then well, it seems like it works out that way. I really would love to see Trey get a whole shot in the main event and then see what he can happen. He's not scared to turn the throttle and make it happen. He's won before, so he knows the game. And I'd be interested to see how he could do. Like yeah, I just the starts are killing him. I mean it's it's I know just because it's you know, it's my one of my marquee guys, if not our marquee guy, and uh they're they're just pulling their hair out with these starts. They've tried everything, so Yeah. I told him on the pulp show, put the hydraulic clutch back on, he said Bentley would kill him. <laughs> So. Yeah, that was funny. Dan Betway would just jump off the nearest bridge. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, buddy, uh, thanks for coming. I fly out tonight, so I'll see you tomorrow morning uh, yep. in Toronto. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure out something out. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you in Toronto. All right, sounds All right. good. See you. See you. Flyracing.com, check them out. Watercraft. Love the watercraft stuff. I've always been a fan of the watercraft stuff at flyracing.com. And uh, also to nfab, n-fab.com. Probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. 
Jeep Trucker SUV parts. It's been another terrific week on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Next week, we'll be back for Detroit. Give away some tickets, maybe. Curse the infam. Tits, thank you. You were terrific this week. I tried extra hard today. Wipe the, wipe the chair down so Travis doesn't need to sit in your in your germs. Okay. That's all you got is come yeah, back. You got I, I, that's all I got. See you next week, everybody. I was born in-